Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas today. If you're a tennis player, you're going to love the podcast today. On the podcast, Derek Sr., he's CEO and founder of Recycle Balls. Derek, it's so good to have you on the podcast. Great, great to be here, Justin. So glad we were able to make it work. Um, I was so excited about this one, I have to tell you, because what you're doing is so powerful. And I think it's going to just resonate with people that play tennis or know of tennis or just kind of get the space. And I, I, um, I just love your idea. So let's start with how did you decide to start this company, Recycle Balls? And, you know, talk me about your background and then what made you launch this in 2016. I actually started this nonprofit in late 2016, and it came about um, because I really I saw a problem out there, um, a significant environmental problem in the in the tennis world. And I was uh, it kind of started. I, I, was, I played tennis about four or five times a, a week, and I think back in, in 2016, I was playing tennis with my with my buddies uh, as I typically do. Had opened a, a new can of balls. We wanted to do every time we play. Um, you know, tennis, just a quick aside, you know, tennis players basically open a new can of balls almost every time they play. They play, play with them for an hour and a half and they throw them away. Um, <laughs> I don't. I just want you to know, I use them over and over. And then when they're not good, I give them to my dogs to chew on. Well, you're good for, good for you. You're on <laughs> one extra step. Right? <laughs> That's great. Uh, unfortunately, a lot of tennis players don't don't follow right. that wonderful example of yours and and, and throw them away um, because they're just they, they 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 lose their consistency after about an hour and a half of you know pretty uh, aggressive play. Um, anyway, uh, you know, back in in that in twenty um, uh, late twenty sixteen, I was I was playing and we just opened a can of balls and there was after the game. Uh, trashing them as I usually do. I thought, Oh my gosh, this, this is incredible. There's got to be a lot of, uh, there's going to be a, a ton of balls that get trashed like this. And I Absolutely. went back uh, home and, um, I did a little research and discovered that a hundred in this country, 125 million tennis balls get trashed every year. Um, it's totally great. More than any other country in the world. That's 20 million, to, uh, 20, uh, thousand tons of non-decomposable trash that goes directly into our landfills. And it's uh, one of the most uh, environmentally, um, you know, tough uh, problems that exists in the in the sort of the sports world. That's crazy. Well, and I, I know that you, you know, what's cool about that is there's such a defined problem. And I mean, all any of us that play tennis know, right? First of all, half the balls might fly out and some of the bushes around the court and then others go bad every time you just throw them out. And I mean, it's just, and most people don't know that there's rubber like in the middle of that tennis ball. Right. Exactly. And it's just, you know, I, th- I think a lot of players sort of have the, no- have the notion, a lot of uh, tennis players realize that it's, you know, this is not sustainable. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a problem, but there really hasn't been to date. There really hasn't been any kind of um, solution or any sort of possibility to, to, to recycle or do something with these tennis balls. So, yeah, that's amazing. So you decide, you know, you find a problem that needs to be solved, which I love. Um, how do you go from, Hey, you know, we should, re- I should recycle my tennis balls to everyone should. And I was looking at the metrics, what you've got nearly 2 million tennis balls that you've collected, 1,020 partners are already kind of are following your mission, more than 10,000 recycle bins and whatnot. But talk about how did you go from, I think there's something I can do here to creating a, a nonprofit around it. I've been in business for the last 30 years. I had grown my own organizations um, and lately had in actually been a year now. I sold um, my 
had a beverage company for about 20 years. We actually were a manufacturer. Uh, we made specialty beverages for convenience stores. And so I had a lot of it. We did that uh, internationally, both the U.S. and Canada. And we're a pretty significant player in um, in the sort of the convenience store market for uh, the types of beverages that we that we made, which were cappuccino and specialty drinks. Um, so a lot of branding, uh, marketing, merchandising, um, program experience, you know, mixed in with customer service, everything else. Um at the time, I wasn't. I was, you know, sort of my on my way out. I was, I was headed for retirement uh, when I made this little discovery, and I just, I decided, why not use all that experience I have and maybe do something here? And you know, created actually at that time, uh, made it, created a prototype bin. I didn't really know what we're going to do with the balls or how we're going to do with or what we're going to do with them at that time. But I just decided to put some bins on our local tennis courts here in Burlington, Vermont. Um, and lo and behold, the bins filled up really fast. Uh, I got my son involved with some of his friends and they would go around and sort of pick up the balls. And, and so it was like a little bit of a, something I was doing with my son, but the response was incredible. I was just, it was overwhelming to see the response from tennis players just love this idea of, of, um, of recycling. Well, yeah, you know, it reminds me, speaking of beverage, I worked at Coca-Cola for 10 years and in every conference room in that building, uh, there was a recycle bin and inherently you'd naturally recycle your cans and bottles. But if that bin wasn't there, you would not, you know, and I, it's kind of similar, right? You, if the bin is there, it's going to, people are going to put things in it. Absolutely. You know, ten, I mean, tennis players want to be part of the solution, not sort of part of the problem. So if there's a bin there, uh, that's what we found now, you know, stepping forward a few years. Yeah. If the bin is there, uh, if it's convenient, you know, all test players are going to are going to recycle, and that's uh, has proven, you know, to be true with uh, certainly all the relationships that we've uh, we've developed since then. Sure. So, talk about your five step solution. Um, you know, because this is really how you've scaled and grown, right? Yeah. So, you know, um, we basically, you know, we created from that. Uh, I just want to back up a little bit with you, and yeah, just, sure. You know, just, just to give you a full context, you know, from that we actually went. I went to Chicago with my son, and we presented the. We had, at that time, we had a really large bin. And showed it to uh, a couple of folks, uh, tennis clubs in in the Chicago area, and they they loved it. They said, well, if we had a bin here, we we'd love to do that. And on the on the plane ride back, I sort of thought, well, you know, the bin that we have isn't scalable. It doesn't doesn't lend itself. It's too heavy. It doesn't quite. It's not quite there. But designed a bin on the on the flight back, actually on the back of a napkin, um, and created this sort of bin that was going to be was sort of ideal. Uh, for what we want to do to put into a, a program. And this was a bin that was made out of cardboard. It shipped flat. It, it, it carried 200 balls. It oh, only weighed wow. pounds. Um, you know, the ball went in one way. Um, and with that, sort of created a whole program around this bin, uh, which which came with pre-attached UPS uh, labels. That was part of the um, sort of value proposition, if you will, uh, that each of these bins came with a prepaid label, so it made it really convenient. And then with that, you know, put a nonprofit together and put a mission and, and at that time decided almost out of the blue that we're going to recycle all tennis balls in the country because we we, we felt felt we had something. So it was a pretty aggressive <laughs> wow, goal kind awesome. of mission. But, you know, it was a um it just felt right at the time and and um you know it inspired us to 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 go to go big, you know, and, and sure uh, and to go, go beyond the onesie two Z and scale. Exactly. It. And That's to go really and cool. across the country. So similar to what I've done with our, you know, with our beverage uh, business a little bit. Um, and so, you know, with that, so our process really is about, you know, we're sort of a, um, I look at us as a, as a part of, you know, maybe three, um, three uh, foot to this, to the sort of stool. We're a collection 
um, we, we have a we have a collection solution, if you will, with a bin and with a program that we have. We're able to go out and we put we put, put these bins almost anywhere. Um, and this is part of a comprehensive no cost program that we put out for facilities. Um, so we're we're you know recyclables is really a collection solution. Uh, second of that, we're also a recycling solution. We've um, over the last two years, we've developed a solution that allows us to uh, take a ball and take 99% of the felt off the ball uh, mechanically and create a crumb rubber product. And that's something we've developed over the last two years and, and have installed the, the equipment, unique equipment, no, no, nothing else like it in the world, um, and that we've put here in, in Burlington, Vermont. This is really cool. Yeah, you call yeah. it green gold, right? As a call it green gold. It's because, yeah, amazing. Exactly. And then the, the 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 bigger part, I think, um, at least for me, and what keeps me coming back here every day, and, and I think it keeps you know many of us you know coming back, uh, is the fact that we're really an activist sort of organization. What we're really about isn't so much about collecting and and recycling. What we're really about is about changing habits uh, and changing the, the culture of tennis, and 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 offering you know tennis players you know an ability to be part of the solution and it's really sending a message that trashing tennis balls is just no longer acceptable and that's that, that's the part that really feels feels good and that's growing right now and that that you know along with the the, the, the so many partners that we have that that message is uh, is starting to uh, uh take a take take hold and and, and is growing it's really cool i was doing again homework for the podcast and just looking at some of the things you can do with the recycled product i mean uh, you know you have the tennis courts you had stucco replacement you had a, a rubber mulch you had a, um rubber form sign bases you had a coming what shoes and clothing line i mean unbelievable i mean there's so many options here and i mean all from recycled product Right, exactly. We never you know at the time when we started this, there was really not much of a, a notion. What what could we do with recycled tennis balls? But you know, it, it um, so after a lot of research development, we, you know, we were able to form um, relationships and partnerships with other organizations. You know, one particularly with Lakehold, um, that you know is a world-renowned um, tennis court you know manufacturer, uh, and have been able to take um, you know the crumb rubber from tennis balls and actually turn them back into the under uh, under layer for for tennis courts. So you know what a, what a wonderful sort of 360 degree solution that you take a, a tennis ball, you know, recycle it and have it uh, reappear on the uh, on the surface that you know players will be playing in. So that's been a wonderful sort of evolving solution to tennis balls. It's it's and and you know we, as, as you mentioned we have a we have quite a few others. These a lot of these are still exploratory. We're still very new. We're still you know two, two and a half years old. Uh, still looking at a lot of these, but it certainly holds a lot of promise that you know we can do something useful with uh, with the material um, as opposed to just sort of trashing it. So for those listening that are interested in having bins at their you know, maybe their neighborhood courts or at a larger uh, athletic club or whatnot. How do they get them? And then how, do, how does the process work of you're getting the bins to them and then getting them back to you for the recycling? Well, so what we have is we have something called our, our it's Recyclables Quick Ship Program for, for parties that are interested, especially facilities or people that are, are members of a, of a certain facility or organization or tennis community. Um, they can go to recycleballs.org. Um, and they can simply go to, um, we, we have a, a link there for our quick ship program and actually apply, uh, apply for that program. Um, we ask that uh, communities, organizations, facilities have a minimum of four courts to, to, to qualify for, for our program. But other than that, it's, um, it's, it's cost free. 
Um, what we do ask for is that we ask for someone to be a champion at that facility or that location. And essentially what that means is that we ask that person to take responsibility for managing the program. Uh, and that means that when the, the bins are placed on the court, that when they're full, they're brought to the front desk or the front counter so UPS can take pick those up and sort of whisk them away. Um, as well as, you know, take responsibility for deploying new bins and putting them on the court. So there's always a a, a, a recycling bin on on the tennis courts, um, you know, at that at that particular location. Um, and then we we have we have signs and posters that we ask that champion to put up, make sure that recycling is visible in their in their community. And essentially, that's that's really what the you know what we ask for. We there is an application, and 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 most typically we're um, we're okaying that application. And as soon as that uh, application has been received and um, and, and um, uh, applied or, or uh, okay we're going to send up what we call a setup package you know, consists of 10 bins and, and posters and everything else to get that facility started that's really cool i love it well like any other organization you know now you're about two plus years in i'm sure there have been some big lessons learned what have been like one or two of the biggest lessons learned you could share with our entrepreneur audience I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just, um, I guess for me, the biggest lesson has just been, um, you know, the, um, I'm just amazed at, um, how many people have sort of come out in support of this. I, I it sort of, um, renewed my, my faith in sort of humanity to see, um, how many tennis players, facilities, others have really just, uh, embraced this and have, have run with it. And, you know, we were, uh, two years ago, we were 30 facilities and now we're, you know, over a thousand and all of that's been word of mouth. And so constantly getting back to sort of feedback from players, others, email or phone or otherwise, you know, how much people appreciate uh, the ability to do that and be part of the solution. That's been, that's been the biggest, uh, that's been one of the biggest lessons. I think the other big lesson for me that has been, again, just, um, uh, just enlightening has been the support we've had from our main sponsor um, about a year and a half ago, uh, Wilson, uh, came aboard and became our main right uh, one of the biggest and, uh, brands in tennis. <laughs> they are Wilson, Wilson and I've been I've been just um, um, not only thankful but just amazed at the support they've been able to offer. You know, sort of, sort of from a corporate standpoint, at, and not just you know being our sponsor, but getting really directly involved. I think over and above. Um, you know, what I would have expected any sort of uh, corporate citizen to do, but really got involved in in making this uh, successful, making this uh, something that has continued to grow and will continue to grow, I think, um, exponentially, certainly for the next year or two. Um, so I'm, I'm just I'm I'm uh, I'm really thankful that we had someone like them because we wouldn't be we wouldn't be here if it hadn't been for their support. Sure. Well, and I have to say, so another really cool um aspect of your company is you get to work with your son, Ryan. And that's got to, that's got to have been fun too, to take an idea and bring it to life with a family member. It's yeah, absolutely fantastic. I mean, my son is, he's actually in Chicago now. He's, he's going to school in entrepreneurship, but uh, we certainly have, uh, he's certainly been in, in close contact and has continued to, you know, add ideas. And uh, uh, we constantly are talking about um, this sort of together. So it's been a wonderful uh, growing experience and, you know, a lot of, uh, Fathers see their sons go off to, uh, to school and don't get a chance to, uh, you know, have something like this. But but we do, and it's uh, it's been it's been wonderful. And I'm hopeful one day he'll uh, 
maybe when he graduates, uh, maybe he'll, uh, he'll, he'll come back and, uh, and maybe run this thing. Well, that's pretty awesome. Well, um, before we go, why don't you share with our audience where they can find you, how they can get involved and whatnot? Yeah. So basically, you know, they could, they could uh, certainly go to uh, recycleballs.org. That's our, our main website. Um, we have a lot of information up there from, you know, the, from talking about the, um, the, the problem to the solution to what we're doing with the test balls to their ability to sign up and actually recycle balls if they'd like to do that. Um, so there's just a lot of information there regarding, you know, what we're doing. And, and certainly it would welcome anyone, um, any ideas or if anyone even wants to volunteer, we're always, uh, we're always open to, uh, to, 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 to that um, as a, you know, certainly as a nonprofit uh, looking for ways to make this sustainable and to, and to make it work. I love it. I love this concept and thanks for serving it up. Get it. I couldn't help myself. Sorry. But um, I, Derek, this has just been great. And I, I love what you're doing. I think there's so much growth potential here and um, look forward to staying in touch as you grow your nonprofit and seeing this in every major tennis court out there. I mean, you put your goal at 20 million balls. I, I, I think that that should be a conservative estimate compared to what the potential would be beyond even, you know, the, in, in the U.S. market. Yeah, it certainly seems uh, very reachable, especially with some of the, the growth and some of the um, you know enthusiasm we've seen for this this concept, this notion. Uh, I think that's uh, entirely going to happen. And uh, yeah, really, and again, just uh, so thankful that uh, you had me on your uh, your podcast and helping to spread this message, helping to spread this exactly what we we need and, and, and could use. So um, really, thank you for uh, for hosting me. Well, thanks so much, Derek. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional ContenderCast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.